Welcome to All the Social Ladies, a podcast bringing you candid conversations with the boldest women in digital marketing. I'm Carrie Kirpin, CEO of Likeable Media, and let's get into the show. Boy, oh boy, do I love disruptors. This next guest is one indeed. Check out Vivian Lee, who's the chief marketing officer of PetCube, which is the best-selling home camera brand designed specifically for pet parents. What I love about this is that it's not like any other home security or camera device around. It is specifically targeted to pet parents, and the product roadmap really shows that. It's fascinating how they use pet influencers and celebrities to get the word out across social media, and Vivian is a great person to know. Take a listen. Welcome, Vivian, to the show. Hi, Carrie. Thank you so much for inviting me. Really excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to have you here. And and it's so important because I love what you guys are doing at PetCube is really disruptors in an industry and helping uh, people better connect with their pets is is just such a, a hot and important topic right now. So it's it's so great to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So before we get into PetCube, which I love, I want to talk to you about you. I want to know your three moments that you think really defined your career, that that tell the arc of the story um, just in spotlights on what happened in your career? You know, it's it's funny, like the question itself is great. And then it's, I had to really think about it. It's, it's a tough question in terms of uh, whittling it down to a few moments. I would say maybe one of the first moments was the 10 years, the cumulative 10 years that I spent in the video game industry. And being one of the early, early folks in mobile games, even prior to when the iPhone released, was a game changer for me. So at Electronic Arts, which is uh, the world's leading uh, video games publisher, I, I had a hand in really driving the, the product marketing for some key franchises, including The Sims Free Play and Real Racing and Simpsons. And um, I think one of the defining moments is um, around uh, the Christmas window or holiday window, we ended up getting this global holiday feature for all of our games. We had uh, well over 70 titles at that point, and no other publisher had been able to get that level of featuring that, that type of um, visibility around one of the biggest periods of the year. And, and that, was, that was a lot of hard work, and not just for myself, but with the entire publishing team. But I was very proud of it because I was directly involved in, in helping to drive that. Um, and, and to this day, you know, I, I still, if I ever search it or just historics, it's, it's something that I'm, I'm pretty proud of. So you were able to, during that most crowded time, get a prominent feature you're talking about from a press perspective? Um, from a, an app store perspective. So it was at the store level, um, there was a lot of um, marketing. We had such a wealth of IP and titles. Yeah. Um, and we had launched, um, you know, titles from Tetris, Sims, uh, Scrabble to um, Simpsons. I mean, we had a whole category of titles and um, it was it was an exciting point in time because it was still early days. This was pre-Candy Crush. Yes, before <laughs> so, all of that. You named basically, by the way, every favorite game I have. <laughs> Tetris, Sims, yeah. Scrabble, all the old school stuff. Yes. So that's amazing. So you were able, obviously, to really impact sales through that coordination of efforts. Uh, absolutely. So it was, um, it was a, a huge, I think, coordination of efforts. We had really great IP. 
it was still kind of uh, in the early days of, of mobile gaming when it when it uh, when we think about the, the best sellers and the successes on iPhone and Android. Um, but uh, for me, it was a great learning experience and uh, just reminded me of the complexity of doing something like this. Yes, that nothing is ever just you know boom there it is. It takes a lot of combined effort and and teamwork and pulling it all together, all of the pieces to make it happen. Tell me about moment two. Moment two. So um, after I left Electronic Arts, I joined an Android operating system upstart or Android yeah. OS upstart. So um, I had actually known the CEO uh, founder back from my Sony days. And what they were doing was incredible. Um, they had an, a, a really well-known, um, I guess he had kind of a hacker history but they had an open source version of Android that they turned into a commercial operating system. And there I was able to, you know, it was a startup. I mean, we had less than, you know, 50 employees when I joined and we were able to launch five different major smartphone brands in um, international markets, specifically in markets like the UK, in India. Um, and so it was, it was an incredible um, experience because we, we drove five uh, smartphone uh, releases with launch marketing um, and all within uh, about a year and a half. And so wow. it was driving adoption on, on a new OS, working with uh, you know some heavy hitters on the Microsoft side when it came yep. to the app ecosystem to other independent developers. So it was a great learning experience, incredibly um, kind of fast paced, but a lot of fun as well. I would imagine that would be a big difference from a huge company like Electronic Arts going to a startup like that really gives you a variety of experience that probably helped your career so much in the long run. Absolutely. And um, I was also very proud of the fact that um, working with just through all of our efforts was able to secure um, Cyanogen in Fast Company's most innovative company issue. Oh. Um, <laughs> Um, uh, so that was huge because that's a once a year issue. And um, it just, I think, highlighted what we were doing was incredibly bold. Um, you know, it's obviously there's there's always challenges when it comes to things like uh, consumer electronics and software. Yeah. But that yeah. was something that I was pretty proud of. That's a big moment. I always know when I get a key piece of press or, or recognized for something, that moment when you realize that you got it or that you're featured, yeah. is especially at a growing startup. What a feeling. Amazing. Love that. Absolutely. Tell me about moment three. Moment three. I, it has to be Pet Cube. I mean, uh, I've always been a, a huge animal lover and, you know, being able to build Pet Cube into a best-selling um, beloved brand here in U.S. and North America, um, working with an incredibly amazing, talented uh, founding team and, yep. and just staff. It's not something that I've been able to accomplish on my own. It's only through the support and the creativity and just the the ability to say, hey, we want to just go for it. Um, so, you know, it's it's hard to say if there was one defining moment around Pet Cube as far as what I'm most excited about. Uh, one of the things that I think was for me a showcase of what we could do, we basically pulled off the largest uh, pet event at South by Southwest last year. We were not even an official partner of South by Southwest. And we got into, um, you know, some top press as well as um, all of the pet media. But we had over a thousand attendees. 
we ended up bringing in some famous pet influencers like Manny the Frenchie and Moshe the Cat Rapper. And we ended up in a number of publications. We were number two, one of the top 10 concerts at South by Southwest. And we weren't even trying to do that, but we used it to raise visibility of our brand. We partnered with other pet care brands. And we also raise funds for two of the local uh, rescue groups, the Texas uh, Humane Heroes and the Humane Society there in, um, in Texas and Austin. So what did you do that it was counted as a concert? You did like, a, it was a pet meetup or a, how did it work? It was a, a pet event. Um, we opened it to the public. So we uh, invited attendees as well as people who lived in the Austin area because we knew it was one of the yes. most, it is the most dog friendly city. And one of our influencers, uh, not only is he, he had like, he has some uh, cat family, like he brought um, Ravioli, his uh, sidekick, but he raps. <laughs> He's probably the foremost and the only cat rapper. And he, he flew him out from Portland, Oregon. So he's from Portland. And he was just a hit. We had all sorts of activities so going on. Sort from- of a con- like he created that it was a concert because he was rapping. That's unbelievable. It was That's- unreal, unbelievable. He's super talented. It, it, we had a huge audience. And, and uh, we actually have a video up on YouTube with a recap of the South by Southwest events. And you can actually see glimpses of just the crowd that was there. And so we had someone from Austin Chronicle, just local reporters attend. And they were like, this was one of the best concerts right after Spoon. <laughs> Unbelievable. So for our listeners who aren't aware of PetCube, talk to us about who you are, what you do, what you offer. So PetCube is the uh, top selling pet camera brand. And we make interactive home cameras designed for pet parents to stay in touch with their pets. Because like a lot of us, we work long hours, we travel, we have errands, there's things that need to be done but we care about our kids at home and those kids are our pets. And so our cameras are designed so that not only can you do two-way talk, you could see them via night vision at night, you can live stream, uh, but you can actually play with them or treat them. So we have two flagship products. Uh, PetCube Bites Treat Camera is our newest product and you can actually fling treats, Angry Bird style, via the <laughs> app on your phone up to six feet in distance. So you could basically play fetch with your dog and or cat or any other critter you have. And then with PetCube Play, it has a built-in certified safe laser dot. So basically you can play chase with your dog or cat. And it's basically, you just move your finger around on the app screen and everything is live stream. So everything is real time and it's just a lot of fun. So this is clearly a disruptor in the space and looking at how humans interact with their animals in this hyper-connected world when we're busier than ever, right? So looking at this, talk to me about how you tackle the challenges of being relatively new, a new concept, right? Like a camera that is specifically geared towards filming animals is different. And how you build that brand and drive that innovation in something that's already sort of an established industry. There's all kinds of nanny cams and home cameras and all kinds of things, but this is different. How do you get the word out that this is really different? That's That's been the challenge from day one uh, and you hit it, which is there. there's a pretty red ocean of home surveillance yep. and DIY security cameras. Yep. Um, our bread and butter and our focus has always been on the pet owner. A, because we're, we're all animal lo- lovers, including the founders, and the whole story of how it came about was 
the whole like the concept between the CTO and his pet not being able to um, calm him when he had to go to work. Yep. So how we've been able to um, talk about PetCube is first start with the basics, which is you can basically Skype or or you know equivalent to FaceTime with your pet. You could save them from loneliness, from stress, because you know because of long hours spent away from the pets. I think yeah. there's a different reality. So I think we've talked about how um, rather than go into a list of specs and features, is really the 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 problem solution. What's the problem and what are we solving? And how is it fun? How can you take a break and get that that um, moment of joy? Um, yes. And so we've been able to communicate that. And that's also led and driven our product roadmap in terms of the innovation points. So things that we um, rolled out as software and firmware updates. And, and the great thing is you buy a pet cube, it only gets better over time because we, we are continually pushing firmware updates, periodically uh, pushing app updates to make the experience that much better. So we've integrated Alexa skills. So now you can do voice commands to play Fabulous. or treat your pet. We've integrated a lack, a, a, sorry, Amazon Dash replenishment uh, system. Yep. So you can basically automatically reorder treats using your voice or the PetQ wow. app. So we've we've basically looked at it is how can we make that connection tighter between human versus human and pet, and looking at the whole pet care angle. So the last thing that I want to talk about in terms of the innovation piece is pet care is at the forefront of what we're doing or what we're trying to innovate in. And so we just launched a membership program uh, last week called uh, Pet Cube Care. We basically upgraded our existing video cloud recording plan, um, which a lot of home cameras do on the market, but ours is different. We are now offering uh, perks, discounts, and benefits on uh, major pet care products and services. So medical insurance through Tupanion, uh, rover.com, a discount, um, a better than than you can get <laughs> if you went to their website, discount on um, house sitting and walking. Um, Audible, audiobooks for dogs. So Audible actually has a whole program initiative uh, in which they worked with Caesar Milan. So we're part of that. And then dog That's TV. Brilliant. So really we're tackling pet care. And I think um, we've taken the the technology piece of it and now we're incorporating the products and services that people really want uh, or love, uh, you know, for for raising their pet. I love how it starts with the pet owner and the emotion of, you know, you're apart from your pet, you want to connect with your pet, and we're in this this crazy world. So why not come up with products on your product roadmap that help make that connection more than just a camera? Which I loved, you know, the treat concept. And all of the way and the the laser. So you're able to take a lot of these things and simplifying their experience with voice, I think, is is beautiful too. So it's a really great example of how you use the understanding of who your customer is to help develop products that benefit them. I love that. Now talk to me about social and digital. How are you using social media to get the word out about this product? Yeah, I think uh, social media is one of the most important um, aspects of what we do. There are so many pet lovers and influencers on Instagram. I mean, you know, the average person might put photos and, and pictures and videos of their kids on Facebook, but folks are doing that on Instagram. I mean, pets have their own dedicated accounts. So we're working with a number of 
you know, micro-influencers as well as bigger influencers to authentically share that experience of PetCube. So we've engaged with them directly. And in fact, a lot of them reach out directly to us at info at petcube.com. So it kind of goes both ways. And um, they help us in um, giving us direct feedback as like a, a power user, a beta tester when it comes to a product so that we can make continual improvements on the product. They also talk about it. So the word of mouth piece is huge. Um, they do unboxing videos and pics. They do uh, videos of them, you know, spying on their pet and catching funny, goofy and cute moments. And those are really authentic and they're shared on Instagram, on Facebook. And we've also edited and produced uh, some some videos that kind of help tell that story to share on social media, including Pinterest. So we use Pinterest. We, yep. we share news on Twitter. But I'd say Instagram and Facebook have been two very powerful channels. And I, and I forgot to mention one of our most important social networks is our own app. So we have a, an app that's both on iOS and Android, but it's its own social community. It is, I guess, in its own a walled garden, but you can share immediately to your favorite social networks, but you can, you basically have a, a Facebook style feed. So you could see really gorgeous and cute uh, photos and videos, and you can instantly play with uh, some public cameras. So we work with over 50 rescue organizations and you can um, either watch or in some cases play with adoptable puppies, kittens, oh. cats, and dogs. I love that. I really, really do love that. So your app is also a key part of that. Talk to me a little bit about influencers. You know, we've had we've had a lot of discussions on the show about influencers, whether or not um, they've been successful, whether or not they are overrated, whether or not uh, they're the biggest key to marketing success. And the, the answers have varied. I would imagine that in a category uh, involving animals, where there are so many pet influencers out there, uh, this would be really a good part of the strategy. Talk to me about how you, how do you pick the influencers? How do you work with them? And if it's, if it sounds like it's really working for you. So any insight you can share on that? So, I mean, I think it ranges. There's uh, obviously um, very famous uh, social influencers have tens of millions of followers, yes. but yes. we've also found a lot of success working with smaller influencers. I think they're uh, a lot more interested, maybe genuinely interested in the product out the gate. Um, I think because they're they're also working on you know improving their own following, so they see it as an opportunity of having great exposure with a great quality brand. So we've worked with a wide range of influencers. Um, as I mentioned, Manny the Frenchie, Rue the Yorkie Poo, Ghost the Siberian Husky, Lilu the <laughs> Therapy Pig, Django the Gent, Dotson. I mean, what I love is that um, all of these pets have unique personalities and yep. personas, and they add, I think, uh, more context, flavor, and fun to the product. Because at the end of the day, we're, we're a product that uh, does serious work, but we don't want to perceive as such a serious right. product. And right. so that's one of the, the beauties of uh, working with um, a wide range of pet influencers is that people want that, that cute, identifiable moment that they could relate to. And, and you can really accomplish that working with pet influencers. Now, in addition to pet influencers, you also have a lot of celebrities that love your product. We've seen a lot of people and looking at uh, people like Emma Watson who are using uh, PetCube and sharing it. Is that a an outward effort or is that something that just organically happens or is it a combination thereof? It's definitely a combination. So Emma Watson, what's interesting about it is it showed up in an article. 
So it showed up in an article published the week that Beauty and the Beast opened. And so it just, wow. the timing couldn't have been more perfect. Um, and in some cases, you know, we've, we've uh, maybe interacted with celebrities. We've periodically done um, some celebrity lounge work at major events. Uh, yep. But I would say uh, it's, it's a mixed bag. And so wherever there's these like golden moments where, you know, celebrities are encountering our product authentically on their own. I mean, that's the best because that's, that's where, you know, you can, you can see it in how they talk about Peg Cube. It's authentic. It's real. And I think in the case of Emma Watson, it was really real for her uh, interacting with her two cats. And it was exciting to see that. Do you have a feel on uh, pet influencers versus celebrity usage and what, what spikes more interest or is it basically all a mix? I think it's all a mix. I would say with pet influencers, um, a lot of them attract uh, like-minded folks who um, already own pets. And so they're looking for recommendations, um, you know, right. what should they get for their pet? But celebrities have such big sway and, and we've seen that. Um, so it just yep. depends on the celebrity of anything. It drives up awareness. And, you know, we've been on shows and I'm, I'm very proud to say that we've been on Ellen, which was an amazing experience um, being part of her 12 days uh, in, in November, amazing. right around Black Friday and the Today Show. Um, and so all of those moments definitely help um, bring broader awareness. And obviously, our, our goal is to not only make the best product, but make it a mainstream product that the average pet parent will will love. I love it. Okay, Vivian, let's head on over to our lightning round. I'm going to ask you three questions, and you're just going to answer first thing off the top of your head. Ready? Ready. Okay. First, cat person or dog person? Definitely a dog person, though I love animals of all kinds. I've had <laughs> hamsters, hamsters, hedgehogs, parakeets, turtles, you name it. Oh, I love that. Okay. If, um, if someone only knew you from looking at your social media profiles, what three words would they use to describe you? Dorky, direct, yet approachable. <laughs> Ooh, very good. <laughs> the lightning round. And last one is what, is what is one piece of advice you would tell your younger self? Don't be afraid of failure and don't be in such a hurry to accomplish career career milestones. It's a long game. And I've realized that when it comes to life experiences and having satisfaction, take it one day at a time and work on how to make yourself happy in the process. That's awesome advice. Tell me, okay, if people want to find PetCube and if they want to connect with you, tell me where, where they should go for all the things. So petcube.com, go there and you'll find great products that you'll want and love. And then um, you could just email me at vivian.lee at petcube.com. Awesome. Thank you, Vivian, so much for being on the show. You are one fabulous social lady. Thank you so much, Carrie. Really had fun. That was all the social ladies. Don't miss new episodes every week. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And if you like what you heard, please rate and review the show. I'm Carrie Kirpin, CEO of Likeable Media and author of Work It, Secrets for Success from the Boldest Women in Business. Follow me, at Carrie Kirpin, everywhere. And for more social smarts, be sure to follow Likeable, at Likeable Media. Thanks for listening. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.